Welcome back to GK Tech Pros Tech Talk. Uh, today we're going to talk a little bit about CES, uh, which happened about three weeks ago at this point. Um, we're not going to talk. We're not going to deep dive into CES or anything, but I do want to talk about a little bit about some of the AI stuff that was uh, shown at CES. Um, want to specifically dive into uh, pocket AIs and the like, and um, its use as um, an interpreter and uh, translating languages. Um, and if we have any time at the end, we're going to talk a bit about Neuralink as well, because uh, they made a little bit of news recently. Um, so, Brandon, have you looked at at all in... Um, and I know that you are familiar with, like, Samsung. Samsung just unveiled Galaxy AI. Um, and I know you know a little bit about that. Um, have you looked into any of the CES stuff, like Rabbit R1... Um, or the um, the uh, X one so time kettle at all? No, I'm not familiar. The, the humane, I'm familiar with you. I think we might have spoke mm -hmm. about it on this podcast. We, we, we talked about humane. Um, so I want to talk a bit about pocket AI. So we talked about humane. So humane's a device that you can like clip onto your your coat or like a shirt pocket. Um, and tech. it's a, it's a personal assistant, but it, it can also record video. And the intriguing idea behind it is, is, um, right now when you're like, you know, when you, when your kid on the floor is doing something really funny and you and I can relate to this because we're parents of young kids. So they're doing something, uh, they're doing something in front of you. Maybe they're doing something funny, um, or they're, you know, practicing an instrument or something. And, and you want to take a video of it. And so you're constantly looking at your kids through a viewfinder, which is your phone. Um, and, and humane gets rid of that. And so it records life as you interact. So there's, there's no wall between you and your kid. You can still interact with your kid and, and that moment's still captured um, with the camera uh, used with uh, humane AI. Uh, but, but it's also a, it's a pocket AI. So it's also an assistant. So, um, you know, if you want to order pizza from Domino's, you can just tell it to order pizza from Domino's. Um, <clears throat> and so CES has some similar things. Um, uh, the, uh, rabbit R1 I know is, is hitting the, the waves right now. It's another pocket AI type of device. Um, where it'll translate uh, languages for you. Um, their kind of concept around this is um, they're trying to uh, kind of replace the cell phone. Um, uh, when uh, the CEO CEO did his uh, presentation, he came out and said, you know, there's an app for everything. Um, if you want productivity there's an app for that if you want entertainment there's an app for that and so what it causes is clutter in your phone software clutter and what if we can eliminate the software clutter by having this pocket ai um and so it works as an assistant it can do things for you um set appointments for you um and so you know think of you know rabbit and humane 
as uh, like Siri or Alexa, but on steroids. Um, and that brings me to another one that was kind of interesting as well, which is the X1 Time Kettle. This is specifically for um, translation. And so it's kind of, it's a device that uh, you can pair multiple sets of Bluetooth, like earphones to, and you can have conversations with someone else in another language. So you could be speaking English, they speak Spanish. And in real time, um, the device will translate what they're saying and vice versa. And uh, another thing that it can do is, is you can um, you can do like uh, video conferencing with it and it'll translate up to five languages at once. So in a business standpoint, right? If you uh, are in America and you're trying to talk to maybe a part supplier in China um, and you're having those parts shipped to Mexico, um, where maybe an assembly plant is putting together those parts. I'm, right, I'm thinking cars right now, right? You could be um, working for Ford here in America. Your you know, Ford Rangers assembled in Mexico with Chinese parts. Um, not a knock on any of what I just said. It's just a reality. Um, you know, you can you could potentially talk to all those people on the same conference and in real time get that kind of translation, cool. uh, which I think is, is, is pretty cool. Um, for me specifically, uh, I was in the Dominican Republic last week. Um, I've been there a few times at this point. Uh, I like going there, uh, but it's hard to get around because I don't speak Spanish or at least I didn't, I know a little bit now. Um, but it certainly would have, um, been helpful to have yeah. uh, a really good, um, you know, AI assistant. Um, and what um, the X1 team is doing is, is uh, not now, but in the future, um, they're going to have a language teacher, which is something that you and I actually talked about yesterday. I think it would be a great idea um, for someone to come out with uh, an AI teacher, a an actual an artificial intelligence that you can talk to in another language if you're trying to learn a language. Because um, the best way to learn a language is to speak it and to speak it with someone uh, who knows that language. Because, um, you know, education via computer software, YouTube videos, uh, even um, formal education um, only gets you so far. But language, each language has nuances. And you only can pick up on those nuances by actually talking to someone who's native in that language. Um, and I can throw my, my wife as an example of that. Um, she and I, when we were in high school, we took German, we didn't take Spanish. Um, and so we were both educated, you know, formally educated in German. Um, but when she went to Germany, uh, they all looked at her funny when she spoke German. And so it wasn't until she actually started speaking German with Germans that she got to pick up on some of the nuances, things that they um, say, um, you know, on a, on a daily basis to each other. You know, it can, it can be like, where's the bathroom at? Um, you know, and, and in the German language, there's like, you know, a formal way of saying it, but that's not how Germans actually talk to each other, just like the English languages. Um, like what I just said, where's the bathroom at is, uh, that's not a formal way of, of saying it, hey, where's the bathroom. 
Um, <clears throat> and so if you have an AI that learns the nuances and is able to teach the nuances uh, and you don't have to set up time with like private tutors or you're an introvert like me and you don't want to talk to actually another living person if you don't have to to, to learn the language, um, that's awesome. Um, but uh, aside from all this, this is all really cool stuff, but Pocket AI, there is one glaring flaw when it comes to Pocket AI, whether it's the X1 and its device or Humane or R1, uh, the Rabbit R1, um, there's one giant flaw with all of these and they will all fail in my opinion. And maybe this is a hot take and maybe you're hearing this first, you know, all four people that end up listening to this podcast. Um, you, you heard it here first. Until you come up with a device that replaces the, the smartphone, it's a failure. I don't think anybody wants to add another piece of technology um, on their person that isn't something that would already be there. So I think, you know, like smart glasses, like I wear glasses. Mm. So if you, in, if you made my glasses smart glasses, that's something. Um, and so, um, I would, and I would say that, um, the wrist is an area as well. So if you could, if you could come up with something for your wrist, because people wear watches and we know, we know the galaxy watch, some uh, the Apple watch, um, you know, some people don't like wearing watches, but I think, uh, the wrist is interesting because you can at least kind of make it fashionable glasses. You can make quasi fashionable. Um, something that you put on your that you clip onto your shirt, I don't think is ever going to be fashionable, and I don't think people are going to want to to put that on on clothing. Um, You're I dashing think, my Star Trek hope and dreams. Probably. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I think, and this is where Galaxy AI has a massive advantage because everybody has a smartphone. Um, I don't want to add another pet piece of technology to my person. I want everything yeah, put point. into, into my phone, unless the phone can be replaced by something else. And so if that something else is, is not the phone, but it's a watch that can also pair with my glasses. And so the glasses gave me the visual, the watches, the brains of the operation. Um, and I can do, you know, hand gestures, the way Apple vision is kind of doing things. Right. And so with augmented reality, I can swipe between whatever app I want to swipe between just by doing hand gestures. Um, that's something, but if it replaces the cell phone, then I think it could be a success. But if it, if it's an addition to the technology that you already have on the person, I think it's going to be a failure. Um, I, I as cool as the technology is until you yeah. mentioned it, but you're right. It's going to be a, a best of peripheral, uh, you know, an attachment, uh, at, at worst, it's, it's a proof of concept. Anything that you come up with is just going to be a, an idea until, until it replaces the phone. Mm -hmm. And, I, you know, I don't, when, when did the telephone, well, when did the, uh, not the telephone, the, the cell phone, when did, when did it replace everything else? I kind of wonder, yeah, I, I don't know if it was planned that way necessarily, or it's kind of an so interesting thought. So in 2007 is when the iPhone launched. So, mm -hmm. so, so 
I wonder if it was planned, you know, like some guy like you was thinking, oh, we got to replace the this and that or or if it just kind of happened. It's kind of interesting. So I, I would encourage you and uh, anyone else who's watching, but, but you as well as Brandon, um, watch the, and it's on YouTube, watch the keynote for the iPhone launch in 2007 and what made that device specifically so revolutionary. Mm. And and so when Steve Jobs came out and he did the presentation, he, he said that at first he was like, we have three iconic devices that we're launching today. It's an in, it's a mobile internet device. It's a it's a cell phone and it's an iPod. Um, and then he repeated that mm -hmm. it's it's a cell so it's a, a computing plan. device. It's a cell phone. Yeah. It's a, right. It's I an entertainment device. Bill Gates do his internet, uh, and everyone thought it was crazy. He's like, oh, right. What do we need so, that for? We got radio, you know. Yeah. So, so so Steve Jobs did it, and he was just like, we have three iconic devices, but it's, it's they're not the different devices they're the same device and so oh. it brought compute uh, a personal computer a communications device being the cell phone and it brought entertainment being movies and music all into one device in on on one person um and so it it it, it took the a laptop computer uh and an ipod and your phone, your cell phone, and it combined it into one device. Um, and, and we already that, had phones. We already so we had, had phones. We had a device. And we mm. and at the time there were technically smartphones. If the Palm Pilot existed then, the BlackBerry existed then. Uh, right. But but more than that, the device. Uh, and, and Steve Jobs, I, I can't remember if he said it in the keynote. Or if he said it at like an all things digital conference, but he talked about physical keyboards and he talked about styluses. Um, and part of what made iPhone so different was is it was basically a one big screen, right? You had the one big screen and then you had the one button on it for home. And he was like, uh, if you have to use a keyboard or if you have to use a stylus to operate the device, you've already failed uh, because... We, we're going to simplify the interface and you can, everyone has a finger. You can just use your finger to, to type and to navigate your way through the device. Uh, and since then, um, you, know, you know, cell phones have gotten more sophisticated, but they're essentially the same, right? They're all one giant screen, right? Android right. or iPhone. Um, you know, we have flip phones that become larger screens, uh, but this is what everything is, uh, has changed to. And we are seeing people not have personal computers like they used to, right? Because, you know, 2007 desktops were still a big thing. Laptops are still a big thing. People are starting to ditch those things in favor of using tablets. And now we have phones that can unfold into a tablet. And so that is the technology that we're at here in, in 2024. And, and AI has, you know, in, in concept right now, and we see with pocket AIs is we're starting to maybe inch away from the need of the smartphone in lieu of something else. But I think um, as a society, we have gotten so used to the smartphone that the only way a, 
anything can, you know, in, any kind of technology that we can have on our person has to yeah. has to really replace any any pocket air. Is like you're trying right, to think. Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. What can I? My hat. My. <laughs> what can I replace with with uh, different technologies and combine them? Right. It's kind of interesting. So right, and well, I'm thinking. Um, you know, it's I'm like I said with the the watch as the brains and it pairs to your your glasses and and like earbuds. Um, what about a ring? I, That's a lot smaller. But like I know they got rings coming out. Everyone, rings, like, yeah. A lot of people wear rings. But well, that's pretty it's, small. Right. And, well, I think um, on the, the hardware part, you know, you, you, you know, in our last podcast, we talked about uh, thermal transistors, right, and, and what right. that can potentially do. Um, and battery technology is changing as well. Um, so, yeah, potentially you might be able to fit a super powerful computer into you know a all ring. this might be for for nothing here because it, you know one of my talking points and i don't know if you if, if you're cool with me transist to transition into this because it's it's really a perfect transition i didn't plan uh yeah, well Neuralink. The, the, take it away tell me about because <laughs> what's what's Neuralink doing we might not we might not need a ring or a a hat or glasses to take it over. We just we just need a an implant into the base of, of the skull. Uh -huh. So Elon <laughs> Musk uh, has has his uh, his plans to put a chip in all of our brains, and it's called Neuralink. And it, you probably have heard about it. It's probably not your first time, but if you haven't, um, yeah, that's that's the plan. Um, now, I'll start this way, John. <laughs> You're a little bit less familiar, but not not, mm -hmm. not a ton. You know about it. Tell me I what know you about think. Neuralink. I'm yeah. Right. I'm about to read you from from the from the website. Um, okay. Neuralink website. Uh, what their mission is. What do you, What's your guess about what their intention is? What their mission is? Neuralink's mission. Right. What do you think? Um. <laughs> Uh, well, it's an Elon Musk company. Um, <laughs> immediately, I want to throw out like a like some sort of like spaceballs quote because I know that the man <laughs> is a fan. <laughs> um, so <laughs> right, so you know, a, a Schwartz for everybody. Um, Neuralink's mission. Um, I, probably to uh, advanced mankind to some next level would be my <laughs> my guess. That's probably not a bad guess. We talked about it okay. a little bit um, yesterday, I think. But I'll read it mm -hmm. straight from the website here, so I okay. so I don't uh, botch botch it. Uh, create a generalized brain interface to restore autonomy to those with unmet medical needs today, and unlock human potential tomorrow. So you got the second half there. That's kind okay, of what yeah. uh, unlock human potential tomorrow, and, mm. uh, and so he he plans on that kind of the idea is what I when I've heard him talk about it on little snippets and uh, podcasts that I watch. Um, I, think I heard him talking to Joe Rogan or something once recently, and he 
he was he's talking about how he, he wants to help people um par paraplegics and people that can't uh, have, have limited mobility that's one of the mm -hmm. big ones and i think he wants to cure blindness is the other one and mm -hmm. i don't know much of the eyes are kind of crazy so i can't talk much about that but the it's it's hard to not want to get behind fixing paralysis <laughs> it's, it's pretty cool sure yeah the, yeah if, if, if your brain to... isn't yeah if your brain isn't sending the necessary signals to your appendages but this but a computer chip could so that's so my next question pretty, to crazy. you yeah. is w would you get Neuralink? so i am fortunate in that i have the use of all of my appendages um, <laughs> that's good yeah that is so a blessing it is well it is a blessing because not everybody does True. um and so i'm thinking about what what would my mindset be if i didn't if i was in a horrible car crash if i was in the military and you know was in an explosion um you know and and lost the ability to walk you know and and how hard that would be of course you know you know you know, people, you know the wheelchair has been around for a long time um but you know as as a man with a young daughter um would i be willing to get a brain chip um so i could walk her down the aisle in 20 years when she gets married or 30 years which is the hope um hmm. you know the answer is probably going to be yes um if a if a brain chip means being able to have a catch with my son um we're not getting paid by Neuralink. <laughs> no, no, no. This is, this is not an advertisement. <laughs> this is not an advertisement. I'm not endorsing. And I'm, I'm, and, and I'm not endorsing. Um, this is not an Elon Musk endorsement either. Um, right. You know, I, I have thoughts on the on the guys much as anybody. Sure. But but I'm 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 trying to put my mindset into someone who doesn't have who can't throw the ball of a football around with their kid yeah. can't walk their daughter down the aisle. Um, it's a pretty big the, thing. To... Right. So, right. Those are, you know, what is the quality quality of life for, um, a paraplegic and what could it be, uh, with a brain chip? Right. And so, especially because you know to to have the ability to walk now and then to have that taken away from me and the only thing that i need to do is um take a brain chip regardless of what the potential risk is right <laughs> and and you know the risk could be you know we don't know we don't know what the risks are right i've seen enough science fiction movies to know that this is probably not a great idea to turn myself into half robot <laughs> Um, right. And, you know, I don't, I don't want to be, um, a happy dad by day and a murder bot by <laughs> night because the brain chip takes over the brain and, and turns off my consciousness. And then, we, you know, we need I'm a new out. story of, uh, Jekyll and Hyde. Right. Jekyll and Robot Hyde. Jekyll and Robot Right. And that's yeah, and that's really that. a, that's that is that is so appropriate, right? At a 
you know, a, you know, a modern day tale of a Jekyll and Hyde where it's not a yeah. magic elixir that he's drinking. It's he puts in a brain chip and becomes a murder bot. You know, I'm pretty sure this is also like the plot of Spider-Man 2. <laughs> so, right, Doc, you know, Dr. Octavius is a good guy until he puts a brain chip in. Then he becomes, uh, you know, psychopathic, you know, eight-legged freak doctor guy well, let me recap I, is this a yes or no <laughs> so I, I think you were saying yes but then i okay, think you were so, kind of stepping so, back there <laughs> so well so here's here's what i'm saying here's what i'll say is um if if indeed i were to become a paraplegic i would probably would take yeah. the brain chip so yeah so in the right that's circumstances my, my, the, yeah the i would reward would out, outweigh the risk yeah right it, well, so, but, so, I'll, but i'll give you a, i'll give you a part two to that though as a mm-hmm. paraplegic, I would say yes. If if Elon Musk came to me and he said, "Hey, you're only using ten percent of your brain, but I can give you the other ninety percent <laughs> right now by giving you an implant," my answer would be no. Okay, interesting. So right? because, in the right negative circumstance, yeah, because mm-hmm. the mission is two part, right? To help people yes. with the medical need, yeah. but also to impact, you know, right. the, you know, to in, you know help mankind reach their potential or whatever. So on yep. the on yeah. the second half, my answer would be no. But on the first so half, my answer would be yes. So circumstantial, yeah. apparently negative circumstances, it's a yes mm-hmm. yeah. for from you. Well, you mm-hmm. can't because you you don't have those uh, circumstances. So at the moment, yeah. you are uneligible. Um, I watched a guy actually go and try to register for the newest uh, patients, and so you have to have. Um, some sort of uh, condition of the, of the sort to to do it right now. Um, Does the condition have so, to be physical, or or would Neuralink help people with I haven't actually gone and done it myself. Health. That's a good question. I don't know if there if there's a limited. It sounded like when I when I listened to a guy um, go through this process, it sounded like there was a number of things that might might have qualified, but I don't know. That's um, a good question. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean I, that it's pretty clear that that's kind of a next step sort of thing for, for uh, normal blokes like us without, um, without uh, people that, you know, first they're looking to, to help people that really need it. Um, but uh, with that second part, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, I, I know that this is coming, you know, and I, but when I read this, it just, it just astounds me. Uh, the next, so so this, I'll read. I'm reading right from the from the website again. To restore mm-hmm. independence and improve lives, we built a brain computer interface (BCI) experience that enables fast and reliable computer control and prioritizes ease of use. It, so we're mm-hmm. actually going to be able to control devices with a brain. I I can't. Do you read that any other way? <laughs> that's that's crazy. Like that's coming. Like. I wonder how far off well, we are. I, I was trying I, to find could, a timeline. I, I could see that coming. The other part of that is, um, is the chip communicating with like a server? Um, uh, well, I mean, like, what is it feeding information? So, <laughs> like, what do you well, mean? so, well, so, I'm, what, what I'm thinking is, is. 
Um, if, uh, if, if the brain is talking to the, to the chip and the chip is talking to a computer, um, it, and <clears throat> is it something where I need to be, uh, in constant, like, or the chip needs to be in constant communication with, oh, yeah. This I'm just, I'm super, just, the super. I'm just saying as I'm thinking about planned obsolescence here. So I'm just well, like, oh, well, okay, well, planned obsolescence, <laughs> but I'm also thinking like, right? So I'm, so the the chip itself isn't the computer. It needs to communicate with the computer, and it can and. Um, uh, okay, I see what you're saying. Maybe, is it the actual and, hardware that allows right. it all? So is that's interesting. Well, the thing is, is and this is an important question, and I mean this both is, as yeah. a joke and and not. But let's say I'm yeah. a paraplegic and I and I don't have the regular use of my legs, um, but through Neuralink I do. Uh, but Neuralink needs a connection with a supercomputer, and yeah. it, and so it needs to be in constant communication somehow, uh, and maybe that somehow is via a cell signal, maybe it's satellite with Starlink. Um, just as the uh, Elon connection with uh, with another one of his companies, and I drive through a tunnel, and suddenly the chip cannot communicate with supercomputer yeah. that's telling it what what to do. Um, that's good questions, right? Do do I lose control of the car? Um, maybe not if well, I'm in a Tesla and it's self driving. That, that's gotta <laughs> but, be the end game. They've got to be, I mean, I think listening to Elon enough, the plan is to, is not to stop here. He wants to turn us all right. cyborg. So, so, so the, and again, this is my, my brain going all paranoid and why I don't like the second part of the whole, you know, reach, you know, mankind's potential and whatnot is, is, are we getting to the point where the computers can start reading brain waves to the point where suddenly, uh, privacy thoughts, concerns, yeah. Well, privacy concerns and thoughts and whatnot can now be stored on yeah, I mean, some I sort of right server somewhere. It's, it's hopefully you know, yeah, and that's that's interesting. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think right now that's to that point, but but yeah. Well, I'm, I'm saying you know maybe not not necessarily thoughts, but but this chip could be recording everything that we are doing. Right, because the chip is telling the body what to do, and it can record yeah. potentially what it's telling. And and why wouldn't it record? Right, you want to get that kind of data back to Neuralink so they can improve the technology, right? Right. Um, but again, that's them recording everything that we're doing. <laughs> so, not yeah. that I have anything to hide except you know. <laughs> private information that I wouldn't want pirates to get, right? You know, financial yeah. information or 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 anything like that. But, but yeah, suddenly suddenly That's there's there's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, I and I shouldn't I shouldn't be all that concerned because I know, you know, Google and you know, all these institutions that I've put my trust into, you know, they're just like you know, my own bank it's just it's like, oh yeah, trust me, bro, and you know they're selling my shit to the highest bidder. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't so, know. Yeah, the, the other thing is, and you know, I, most of the podcasters I've heard led with this, but so we, we've actually 
and did I already say this? They, we've actually implanted uh, first human trial uh, happened three days ago. We're a little late to the party, and by the time we uh, put this up on the internet, it's going to be probably mm-hmm. week. But uh, so yeah, it, it, and according to Elon, he, he did a tweet or an X. What do you call it? An X tweet. Yeah, everyone has to say <laughs> X, formerly X. Twitter. So. <laughs> whatever social network that elon musk owns <laughs> yeah, right that thing so he he mentioned that um that everything's going well the guy's healthy there's no um no uh, evidence for that but but, but uh yeah so so that's it it's happening now do we do we know anything beyond <clears throat> that like so we got the implant but is the implant actually doing anything for this person I don't do we, know. Do we know any of that, or I don't know? Or Elon, I just know that Elon just put a bug in someone's head and was in the the guy didn't die, <laughs> so yeah. Well, like, that's hey, a it's a huge thing because apparently <laughs> I don't know if you've heard this, but a, a bunch of monkeys did die. They there's some under some criticism of a large amount of euthanization from huh. primates. Um, so so <laughs> that's frightening for one and and. Look, you know, I've seen enough Star we Trek not, to know wait, that the board... Wait, YouTube might not like us to say that word, died. I'm not sure. You better look into these things and start to... Yeah, just to I'm say not... unalive or something like that. I don't know. Our, our, our podcast is not popular enough to flag any No one cares about us yet. yet. Yeah, fair yeah, enough. There's no algorithm that's going to get flagged here with us, sir. <laughs> You're All giving right. us way too yeah. much credit. But, right. uh, but you know, I look, I've seen enough Star Trek to know that the Borg... Um, only pick specific <laughs> races, right? I don't recall right? seeing. I don't recall seeing any Borg dogs, um, huh. or cats, um, or primates on the show. You know, yeah. they're going. Uh, or, or, Clint, or, or was right. Look, Lucutus was, was human. You know, they were going after Romulans, humans. You know, all sorts of you know sentient. Uh, you know, an intelligent races, but I I don't recall um, <clears throat> Porthos being assimilated. So, um, what's the point you're trying to make here? Well, you you're saying that uh, that perhaps some ape species went deceased during trials, but the human who who got the implant is thus far alive. So, um, okay. I'm just, I'm look, I'm just, look, the, the Borgs are, are, you know, cyborgs, right? They're both alive organically, but also have technology components on them. So we just went totally off the rails here. <laughs> no, no, it's not off the rail. It's the worst case scenario, I would say for, uh, Oh, that, that aside from, so Neuralink is going to create a hive mind. Yeah, I mean, it's, that's a... You're going you're gonna to get the implant. This is, gonna, this is how mankind reaches its highest potential. Right? Yeah, I mean... Is wrong. We're going to become a hive mind, and you're going to get the link in the novice, and you're just going to hear one voice in your head, and that's, you know, we are legion or whatever. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, well, so let me throw the question back at you then. Like, would you get the chip? Oh, man, you're going to force my tinfoil hat, aren't you? 
Well, I try it's not already, to It's already been revealed. Yeah. <laughs> really? I, I work really hard on on not unveiling my my hat. It's you know uh, I really it's my closet. So I I don't think I could. Uh, it's I'm an interesting person because you know I have a family of like lumberjacks and hicks and bikers and different all sorts of but I'm you know you know me you met me at you break I fix fixing things and I, I love technology so I have a passion for for tech and I'm more of a believer mm. than a in tech than a than an essayer I would say I w- I'm not I don't think I'm saying uh, you know down with tech let's all go live on farms but I'm very well, I, I think you like I would say I think you like me we don't look at the tech like it's the scary part. We look at the agenda behind it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of positive and negative here with, with mm-hmm. all these things coming out. And I think it's foolish to not see both. Um, yeah, so. absolutely. You know, like, like I said, for, for mankind to offer a technology to be able to give legs back to a paraplegic is yeah amazing. That's amazing and a good thing. I don't think, like you, I would avoid the stick though, or focus on the negative, so to say, and not chase the carrot. I, it's not that I wouldn't want these awesome things. I mean, I remember when I first saw. Well, this is still the negative. I remember when I first saw someone who was. Um, I, I used to work at schools. I think you know this about me. I used to be a, a, a paraeducator, and I would go and help in schools. And uh, mm. I wasn't volunteer. I was I was paid to do this go and uh, one of the, I went to a middle school, they were all, um, oh, what's the current vernacular? Uh, special needs, I don't know. Sorry if uh, there's a new new term I'm supposed to use. Uh, anyways, uh, the, the people there, you know, there was one boy who, who um, he, he used to be, you know, completely functional and an, an average kid and something happened and he, um, I think during middle school or early uh, grade school, he, he lost um, mobility and um, to the point where he couldn't do anything. He couldn't move. He couldn't talk. He could move his head and control his eyes. And that was it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm working with this boy and he, they just came out with it. This is a long time ago. I don't know. Over a decade ago, it was a long time ago, but they came out with this um, technology at that time. It was brand new where he could do the eye gazing and you guys have all probably seen this. It's fairly common now, but at the time it was, it was not commercial and this, um, it was very expensive technology. So he would, he would move his eyes and it would control the screen. And I thought that was just awesome. Amazing that he could now communicate and express the, I'm still a person and I'm still intelligent. And he was able to Hmm. communicate that way. And it was, mostly yes or no and things like that but Hmm. i don't know i seeing that you know even though i'm not um impaired necessarily i to to think what we could do um with uh with this sort of technology instead of having the the uh band or what's the word the leg of our thumbs on our on our smartphone you know Mm -hmm. and to be able to directly control with our minds it's just it's a crazy potential and, mm. you know, and then I think back and I, 
I, I always should check myself because you think back like to our parents or grandparents or whenever the TV came out, you know, they thought TVs were going to steal all of our souls, right? No one thinks mm -hmm. that today. I mean, well, mm -hmm. Almost no one. <laughs> and, you know, this is, this was common. Everyone thought that, you know, it was mm -hmm. a, so I don't want to necessarily completely say that never. I, I don't think it's just if something was terribly wrong with me that I would do it, but I'm mm -hmm. very resistant. And so it's very conflicted. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I uh, I always I always have to second second guess everything. You know what's was the true purpose? Uh, maybe that's just me being paranoid. But I mean, you're talking about the the eye gazing thing. I, I'm that immediately made me think of like the uh, the cochlear implants for deaf people, mm -hmm. right? So you're giving hearing to deaf people through that kind of implant. Yeah, um, it's pretty similar. Right, and so. Um, you know, I, I would need to learn more about the technology because like, like I said, with the, with the technology that's, that's changing with, with like battery technology and, you know, thermal resistors, like pretty soon we're going to be able to get, um, you know, really small and really efficient with technology. And, and so if you could have these implants and they don't have to, necessarily connect to a, a hive mind somewhere or some server somewhere where, where, you know, you know, there is a risk of like, you know, privacy concerns and data breaches and all that. And, and the implant only works with your own brain. Then, then all of a sudden that just, that opens up a lot. Um, but it's, uh, it's amazing technology. We'll see what the next 10 to 20 years look like with this. Yeah. Um, it's 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 pretty crazy and whether or not this becomes um <laughs> you know a thing that that mankind does and pretty soon everything's going to turn to you know everyone's going to look at cyberpunk 2077 as like um you know like nostradamus you know or something like that where it just totally predicts the future and we're just we're all going to get you know eyeball implants and all sorts of things it's crazy um maybe we should wrap it up here and, and pose that question to everybody who's listened um mm -hmm. neuralink brain brain chips are you are you in or are you out question of the day peace out everybody